Recording. All right. Clap on three. One, two, three. All right, babies. We're back. We're Adam. Oh, we didn't even mention before this that there was some weird drama on another huge podcast. We're going to get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Guys, how we doing? How was Memorial Day? Mine was a fucking six out of ten. You know why? Because it got to six out of six. And everything was great. I was with my girl. We were on the lake. I was having fun. It was good to be out and about. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, my beautiful girlfriend, she was just a smoke show. And it was great. But then, then, my whole body got roasted alive by that fiery ball of gas in the sky. It absolutely <laughs> ruined my body. Seriously. My entire epidermal layer was fucking fried. I know I'm cussing a lot early, but I'm pissed about it. You know why? My back looks like, it feels like lizard skin, dude. Like, it's literally the roughest thing I've ever felt in my life, and I have nobody to put it on for me. It's absolutely terrible. I, like, if I bring my shoulders forward too much, there will it would be cracked. I would, I would just have, just I'd be leaking off of my back 100%. But hey, guess what? Part of it, dude. Happy Memorial Day, you know? But hey, hope y'all also had a great Memorial Day and it was full of joy and and, and festivities because uh, mine was, but it could have been better. I'll tell you that. Um, Ryan, how are we? Oh, doing great. I also got a little fried, but I mean, we were at the beach for 12 days, so I was able to take a break. And now I'm a little nice tan. Dude. Am I still having to put the aloe on to not peel? Absolutely. But do I look good? Yes. Dude, I'm roughing it, bro. Literally, <laughs> it goes down to my triceps, bro. I got rough skin going down my triceps right now. Dang, son. So Dang. gross. So gross. But it's part of it, dude. Look, we got a few topics to talk about. You know, we'll get to those in a minute. We got some uh, coronavirus stuff that's affecting our sports. You know, the rich are getting richer, poor are getting poor, that kind of deal. Um, a few other things that we're going to touch up on and mainly just shoot the, shoot the crap with, with the homie. Um, it's good to be back. Uh, I couldn't do the podcast this past week. We had some some things pop up in real life that we had to attend to. But, hey, we're back. We're Adam. And um, let's get this thing going, dude. Um, but, guys, welcome to BD Radio. Uh, this is episode whatever, and we're here to hang out in the middle of this pandemic. Absolutely. Um, so I was thinking about this. Are you a beach or a lake guy? I'm a lake guy all day, dude. I'm not a big fan of sand. Yeah. I mean, dude, the bottom of my feet right now feel like sandpaper. Ugh. Dude. It's I, like I, legit sandpaper. I literally hate the sand. Like, I hate it. I didn't go to the beach a whole bunch of, and when I lived in Mobile, dude, when I was at South. I was there for four years. I went to the beach maybe maybe seven or eight times. I just, it's not my cup of tea, dude. Give me, give me the lake on a boat, chilling with the boys every time over the beach. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you, but the one thing about the beach that you do get is you can play games, more so than the lake. Now, you can tube, do wakeboarding, wake surf, all that stuff on the lake as well, but what is the best beach game to play? Um, As a group, for a group? A group, yeah, maybe four people. We're going to say four people. I, I guess, unrealistically, my favorite would probably be beer die, but, yeah. but realistically probably 
Probably cornhole. Yeah. So we actually played this weird, like, form of cornhole where you just dig a hole in the sand and you have a golf ball. Oh. And it's essentially cornhole. What? Yeah. So you dig a hole, and the goal is just to make it in the hole. You It's actually not as hard, and we would play till 11. Not that hard. How big's the hole, though? I mean, that big. So, like, like volleyball size? Yeah, give or take, yeah. Is it, like, deep? Are the rims, like, the reason I'm asking is, like, how can you differentiate if one's in the hole versus, like, on the lip because of sand? Oh, it rolls in. Oh, Or you okay. bang it in. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Okay. It's easier to play on harder sand because like, you can roll it in. But if you play on softer sand, you literally have to bang it in. It's awesome. i tell you what would be fun in that respect also. If you use a golf ball or whatever, insert ball, I don't care. But you would do it like ski, well, kind of like ski ball, but not really. So you go like big hole in the front, medium mm-hmm. and small hole and line them up. And then it's like three, two, one. And okay. Then you play, and then you play to fucking whatever. Twenty-one. You could play it like a. You ever play the game baseball drinking game? No. Kind of like that. Never where you, it's just literally cups lined up in the like in a line. Then you got first or a single, oh, yeah, double, yeah, 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 yeah. triple home run. You can do it like that. Just 100%. keep it by points. That would actually be fun for sure. Yeah. That would be absolutely. So we played a lot of bocce ball, and. Ooh. Yeah. That might be the one. Ball. That might be the the number one beach play beach game. Yeah, it was awesome because if you got, we would play it to where you could get it onto the hard sand towards the water, throwing towards the water. So if it goes past the ball, you're sprinting after it, right. trying to save the ball from getting in the water. Yeah, I wonder how much is a bocce ball set. Um. I, I want to say less than $100, but I could be wrong. It depends on what kind of bocce ball set you buy. They made out of solid gold, dude? What, what are we dealing with, bro? I mean, you're getting eight balls that are heavy as crap. Yeah. And, well, the little ball itself is $25. Oh. Yeah. Including shipping and handling? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about Good that. Good God. Because we, we did lose the little yellow ball that you had to throw towards. We did lose it. I'm not, and, dude. I'm not buying a. I'm not buying a set of balls if it's if it's three easy payments in 1999. You know, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> that's what you're looking at. Good God, dude. Now, now they do have like. We had the first time we played, we had this crappy like inflatable set, but mm. it was kind of cool because you could throw the ball as far as you could, and you're literally trying to drop it, like drop the bocce balls in a bucket, like 40, 30, 40 yards away. It was a lot of fun. I'll tell you what's also fun is a Wobobo ball. Yes. Out on the water, awesome. dude. Dude, they make gloves for them now. What? Yeah, like they come with a set. So, like, you get two gloves and uh, it's six fingered, so it can go on either one. And, oh, wow. uh, and it comes with a Wobobo ball and two gloves, and you can just get out there. Obviously, they're all, it's all waterproof. So, yeah. you can just get out there and just, and just have a blast skipping that ball across the water, dude. How many of those things did you lose when you were at the beach as a kid? They actually started coming out when I was like 14 or 15. Yeah. And we that's we didn't meant. go, we didn't really go to the beach a bunch. So I only had one or two balls, to period. Damn. See, dude, we lost like four of them one weekend. We were down in Panama City playing like World Series tournament or something like I that. We lost like four have. in a weekend. Dude, those things are so fun, though. You can skip them for like 100 yards. Oh, you just go to Ron John and just pop one from Pier Park and you're good to go, baby. <laughs> that's true, dude. That's super true. 
Dude, I God, I, I need to go to the beach, man. I need to go to the beach soon. Well, next time we go down, we'll go. Let's get we it. We just stay at the house and we'll do it. You know what's also a fun one? And it's awesome on the beach because the sand and it and it doesn't hurt is spike ball. Ooh, that is a good one as well, dude. I haven't played spike ball since college when we used to yeah. play it on the field. The problem is with spike ball though, not very drinking friendly. You have to be very active. It's extremely active. Like, if yeah. you're drinking, you're going to never get drunk. Yeah, which is what we were doing. That's a fair point. I know I know. wherever I go, and next time I'm under the sun, I'm using SPF 43,000. <laughs> I'm literally putting reapply, a jacket baby. on, dude. Got to reapply. Oh, dude, I, I literally, oh, here's where I've messed up. I put SPF 30 all over my body. But yeah. I don't think it was waterproof. Yeah. So like I put it on, I was Gucci, got in the water to piss, it left immediately. Yeah. Well, the fun fact about SPF, like anything above thirty, I think it might be thirty. Anything above that, it's all the same. All the differences is how long it lasts. So when you're on fifty, it's gonna last a little bit longer than the thirty, but it's the same thing. Oh. Yeah. See, I don't know enough about sunscreen because I never used it growing up. Twitter, man, Twitter. I literally never used it ever. I would just go out there and just, I'd get red a little bit, but mm-hmm. it was never, I was never in pain. It was just because I was just out there. And then the next day I was just a tan as I'll get out. I was just super tan all of a sudden. That's just how I get, that's how I was. And now I guess I'm just old. My body's like, bro, you got to get out of the sun, dog. <laughs> you need to go back inside you gotta sit get, in front of your computer. You got to go get back indoors and play and play video games. Well, the good news is you got your first initial burn out of the way. Now, I know, hey, boy, did I. <laughs> my feet were wrecked. Dude, my quads, my quad area was just, it still it still feels like it's like burnt. Like, yeah. It feels like it's sore almost, like I did a good quad workout, but it's definitely just my skin. Well, the worst part is, do you get like the weird like lines on, on like your legs and stuff? Because I'll get the weird one because where the sun is, it'll be like on half my leg. Yeah, I had that on my feet. I had... What's weird also on my feet is, like, I had a reverse sunburn on my feet from my flip-flop. So I had yep. a feet, I had a flip-flop burn in the shape of my flip-flop, like the thong. Yeah. Like literally the one that goes through my toe and the straps. That was my burn. It wasn't my foot. It was so weird. Yeah. No, I got you. That's how my left one looks right now. Dude. Just had to look at it. Not tight. No. All right. So let's get into our first topic. Which, we're actually going to play a little game. We're going to play a little deal or no deal. So, for our first deal, Cam, would you take a five-year, $175 million deal? There's got to be some sort of context on my previous deal. Because if if I'm going for $0. You're a quarterback in the NFL coming off your rookie deal. You've made it to the playoffs, I think, twice. And lost in the first round both times. Oh, you yeah. went one in. You went one in six against uh, teams with a winning record last season. Yeah, I mean, I know who you're talking about, and obviously, yeah. I would have said, "Where do I sign?" Yeah, yeah. Dak Prescott denied that deal to be the second highest paid quarterback behind Russell Wilson. Idiot, dude. He wants forty five million dollars in his last year of his contract, and I think he wants a four year deal too. You must owe some people money or something. Well. I I don't know what where he's getting this advice, but I think something got rattled in his brain 
when he got knocked out in Panama City on yep, spring break. That's what happened, bro. He got that CTE, and he's showing the early stages now, making irrational life choices. Yeah, I I just don't see how you turn down that deal. You're going to be the second highest paid quarterback, and you haven't really done much. You're going to be the second pay, highest paid quarterback for somebody who doesn't win. Exactly. And he you're on the Cowboys. Win. He don't win. Jerry Jones is going to pay you, dog. He's an right. idiot. He's an old idiot. He's going to pay you, bro. Just take the money. Yeah, and he hey, just, he doesn't have to pay you now. You got Andy Dalton. Exactly, bro. Yo, he just screwed his entire lineage, dude. Like, if he took mm-hmm. that money, that's generational. His grandparents, his grandparents, or granddad, or grandkids, grandkids would have been fine. And you get to stay in Dallas and, hey, man, you want an extra 10 mil? All right, go do some more chunk, Campbell's Chunky Soup commercials. You're in Dallas. You're going to get endorsed. Dude, facts, bro. Like, literally, if you're in if you're in the middle of Dallas, all you got to say is, all right, guys, who wants to do a commercial? You can reach out to anybody. Right. And And they'll do it. I would do local stuff. Oh, I guarantee he's on every billboard in Dallas. Oh, dude, for sure. He's the Alexander Shinar of Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you're from uh, Alabama, you understand that one. All right, so for our next deal, you've got $500,000 a year. You get to keep 100% of your IP. This is for a podcast. Yep. You get, I think it was 12% of the merch. Could be wrong. Yeah. It could be seven percent. You only have to record once a week. <laughs> deal or don't deal, dude. Oh, and t- on top of that, you get incentive bonuses for how many downloads and milestones you hit. Right, obvious deal. Yeah, I mean, come on, dude. You're not doing anything. Yeah. So we're talking about the caller daddy stuff. Um, I know I followed it a lot last week. Did you? I, I didn't follow it uh, the whole thing, but I did. I, I went ahead and got the scoop on it uh, last week. I got the the whole summary of everything, but uh, I haven't really kept up with the drama, drama crap because I don't really. I'm not interested that much. Yeah. Like, I know Suitman. I know how Sophia was an idiot, and I know how Alex was pretty much running the show anyway. And pretty much now she's back, and she's back. Yeah. So I can't believe that. They didn't take that deal from Dave. Unreal. I it's unreal because and the thing is is like the IP is the main main thing, and he was giving it to him, hundred percent giving it to him. Yeah, yeah, and he and nobody has that deal. No, he he really said he went on record and said literally none of our podcasts or none of our ideas that they came up with we own all of them. Right, Barstool owns all of them, and we were giving you guys intellectual property. Right. And the problem is, and this comes back to people saying you're getting screwed, industry strand, industry standard, you're you're being paid, you're getting screwed over. Well, you still made five hundred thousand dollars. Like what? Let me tell you something. I'm not a part of the disenfranchised community. I'm a white male, but five hundred thousand dollars across the board is a lot of money for all people. I don't care if you're Warren Buffett. Five hundred thousand dollars will make will keep him alive and living and living comfortably. Absolutely. And the thing is, with you know? this deal, they were getting that because the original deal was three years. They're getting paid seventy thousand dollars. Then they got bonuses for downloads and they got merch sales, not much. And so they started crushing. You know, the thing takes off. I mean, it's a massive podcast. And so yeah. think about that. From everything they did, from merch sales to alcohol to ads. 
to downloads, all bonuses paid from $70,000 to close to over $500,000. They brought they brought an entire gender to Barstool. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, I get it. I get that they're like, damn, we're not getting paid. But also, you're getting paid, dog. You're going to get paid, and you're definitely going to hit those benchmarks. Like, oh, yeah. No doubt. Literally, you can have a horrendous downfall in your in your downloads and 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 watchers and and all that jazz, and still make five hundred thousand dollars that year. Yeah, uh, it's absolutely insane. I can't believe. I mean, you're making five hundred thousand dollars guaranteed for a year, and then Dave shortened it to where they were supposed to go for the entire contract. He's like, all right, I'll shorten it by six months, so you literally want to be here for one more year. Then you can leave. Go do whatever you want to do. Yep. If you want to be the Joe Rogan of the of the rest of the world, the $100 million a year Spotify contract that he just got, which is absolutely insane. Nuts, dude. Absolutely. That's huge for podcasting. It's huge for it the market, for the industry. It really is, dude. It's huge. What, yeah, what it is is huge for Spotify. That too. <laughs> but it's crazy because he, it's literally the same thing. I mean, The one thing I'm interested with that deal is how are they going to change their platform to include the video? That's what I was thinking also. I'm not sure. I think that's what uh, everybody's thinking. I'm not sure. what Are they going to go to video now? Like, are they going to rival YouTube? Because let's be real. There's not much out there rivaling YouTube. Nobody rivals YouTube besides maybe Pornhub. <laughs> that's about it. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, that's, that's about it, dude. I mean, but really, though, like... I don't know. I mean, there's no way they would put videos on Spotify, dude. That's that would change the they would change the game. Which is what they're about to do with him because literally they're taking his videos and putting it on there. But since they he is still owning the IP, and by IP guys we mean intellectual property, which is Correct. literally the podcast, the feed, everything. So like we mm-hmm. own ours because well, we're nobody. We're nobody. Nobody's paying us. So. But so he gets to keep that and he can still clip the video from Spotify and still put it on YouTube is what people are thinking, which is huge because let's be real. Most of the Joe Rogan stuff that you listen to is about a 20 minute clip of him talking about one topic. You're not probably listening to the three hour podcast that he does unless you're on a road trip and you listen to Elon Musk talk about Neuralink like I did on the way down to the beach. Yeah, I'll be honest. That would be badass. But also, dude, Joe Rogan's he's just a rare breed because he's literally the the um the whatever that guy's name is that interviewed all the important people. He's that of our generation. Oh yeah. I mean he's literally I mean, he got he Howard Stern. Everybody money. Important. Yeah. He he's he interviews everybody important and that's the reason he's in, incredibly enormous now. Right. Because he he is the guy that gets all of the I'm ex- I'm excited to see when LeBron goes on there because he is gonna go on there. Has to, he has to, dude. I, we, we has there been an athlete to go on there? That's not a fighter. That's a good question. I have no idea, dude. That would be sick. I would be I would literally be begging Joe Rogan to go on that podcast if I was a a huge name. Oh, absolutely. Or just like a or a semi large name. Yeah, like if you're on the cusp, if you're like well, maybe a one, like a one or two time All Star, you go on there. The thing is, you I know, just like, don't know if he's super interested in that kind of stuff. I don't think he is, because he That's literally only talks about stuff that he's interested in. 
And like you, I've heard, which is, I've heard, I think it was Bert or one of them talk, one of the guys, you know, that he's friends with, it was Bert. And he was like, yeah, my buddy was asking me to get on Rogan. And I'm just like, that's not how it works. It's he finds you because he's interested in what you do. So that's how you get on Rogan's podcast. He has to find you. You got to be lucky enough to do things that he entertain, he entertains and enjoys. Yeah, pretty literally, much. he just had a guy on the podcast that uh, won the uh, Survivor thing, and it was out. He won in the wilderness with nothing but ten items for seventy seven days, or survived in the wilderness for that long. Jesus, yeah. But he he got him on the show, like, and this nobody knows who this guy is, really, nobody. Yeah, and that sounds like something he's interested show. in. One hundred percent. 100%. Because he loves hunting. He's a cross. He, he literally uses bow hunting and he goes and hunts elk. Dude, I'm trying to try that elk meat he keeps posting, bro. I know. Hey, hey, guys, if you got any elk meat, send it our way. Yo, hit me up, dog. I swear to God, I'll pay good money for it. <laughs> Just DM him and be like, hey, man, let me That's get some. Fact, bro. <laughs> let me get some of that elk, bro. Let me get some of that elk. That's a fact. What's next? Oh, onward, onward, onward. So. This is kind of the express yourself, uh, chat my ass segment for me. It's so I was down at the beach last week. I was watching FS1 and Colin Cowherd was on. He was talking about Gardner Minshew. He's like, yeah, he looks good. He looks like he's getting thick, and uh, but he's got this backward hats on, and I, I just don't care for that. Like what old guy sports media is terrible. We need to get these guys off TV because first off, like why. I want to know his rationale. Like, dude, if he didn't have that hat on, because his hair, Gardner's hair is long as crap now. Yeah. It's like, he couldn't see. So, like, why are you mad because his baseball cap is backwards? Because that's where his life's headed, bro. He's like, oh. You wear wear your ball cap in the direction your life's heading, boy. Yeah, I mean, he's going to, you know, he's going to be a thug. He's got his hat backwards. He's disrespecting baseball. That's what I heard growing up. That's what I heard growing up. That's the reason I only wear hats backwards now. I mean, that's all I wear, hats backwards. They literally, like, make hats now to be worn backwards. 100%. 100%. But it wasn't even yeah. like it was a flat bill hat. It was literally a curved hat, like just a Nike hat. Yeah. And I, I just, I'm tired of that kind of stuff being spewed out in the media. It's like, guys, you're, you're, 50 to 60 years old. Like, let's get you off. Let's get some new guys in there. Like, uh, all the guys getting mad when uh, somebody bat flips. Like, all right, man, get out of here. You retired 20 years ago. Get out of here. Also, also, baseball's boring, dude. Give me, give me more fights. Give me more bat flips. Right. Give me. I don't care, dude. I, we we need something to change in the baseball community because if it doesn't, dude, baseball's not growing. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Baseball viewership is not going up. Especially now. Yeah. Now it'll probably will hit viewership records in the last decade once it actually opens back up. But but you know what I mean? It's just like it's been trending. I wish I could see viewership numbers for baseball the last 10 years. Oh, I'm sure you can look it up. There's no way they're trending upward. No way. Viewership maybe be up uh, ratings wise. I could see it. But the thing is, it's so localized. It's like you could say it's all depending on your local numbers will be big if your team's good. So like the Dodgers year in year out, they're going to have a massive local rating. But and they they also have a national appeal too. But like unless like nobody from Dallas is really going to watch anybody watch the Astros play. Let's be real. Right. Nobody from Atlanta 
is going to watch Seattle play. Unless I, I yeah. the only way I would do that is if I knew somebody on the team and I wanted to watch them pitch or hit or something. Right, but it's just I don't know, man. I just feel like in terms of the mean, because everything reverts back to the mean, the mean average viewership. I just don't think it go, it's going up, dude. I don't think it's staying the same. I it's got to be going down. Look at attendance, dude. Attendance is just abysmal, unless it's a huge game. Right. That's, that's the, unless it's the playoffs. Open day playoffs. Man, you'd be that's surprised it. though. At SunTrust on the weekends, popping every weekend. Packed house. Pack house every weekend. Also, but they're also one of the more exciting teams right now. True. Young, brand new stadium. Yep. Beautiful. You know, like go to the, go to. Oakland. What's it called? Oakland. Sure. Yeah. Go there. It's awful. Yeah. Go to go to Minute Maid. You know, I mean, it's. Tropicana before it got closed down, right. I think. I mean, dude, it's a joke. There's nobody there. It's just taking up space. Yep. And so uh, some kind of breaking news. This came out about two hours ago for us. Um, it's kind of some sad stuff because we know a bunch of minor league guys, as you guys know. Um, I'm going to read this tweet from Jeff Passan. came out and said, Across baseball, hundreds of minor league players were cut today and lost their jobs, sources tell ESPN. Hundreds more will be released over the next week. In the end, upward of a 1,000 players could see their baseball careers end. The minor leagues have simply been devastated. In normal years, cuts happen, but not in mass like this. The fallout from coronavirus expected minor league contraction and the anticipated cancellation of the 2020 minor league season prompted organizations to each release dozens of players who were being paid $400 a week. Unreal, dude. Understandable, given our situations, but unreal. Yeah, it's it's so sad. I hope none of our guys got affected. Like I said, we know a bunch of guys that are there that we either played with or were friends with. So, um, T's and P's of them. Hope everybody can get their jobs back because that's what I'm interested in now is what happens next year. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> that's crazy, man. Imagine. Has, now the draft hadn't happened yet. Huh? No, and, and there's only five rounds. Only five rounds this year, dude. Wow, bro. It's it's unreal. And now, and this is all stemming from the fact that the the owners and the PA cannot come up with a deal because the owners want to do a fifty fifty revenue split, and they want to pay the the lower guys, the guys making a million dollars or less, which is your veteran minimum and your league minimum. And those guys make up about 65% of the league. So they're trying to give those guys at least 90% of their contracts or whatever, whatever odd number. And then they're trying to take the big money guys, you know, your $35 million a year guy, Verlander, Kershaw, Mike Trout, those kind of guys. They're trying to give them only half their contract or less. Well, here's my thing. Are they ever going to give that money back to them later? Or are they just saying you're not paying? we're not paying it? Simply not paying it because they're not playing it. Which, I mean, it makes sense because, like, why would you pay somebody for games they didn't play? I agree. But also, also, just put that, put whatever year games they haven't played on the back end and add it to their contract. Right. Or make it a player option. And if you want the money player, you can get it, but you got to stay here another year. Right. You know? That, that's the, I just feel like that'd be the best way to to settle that 
You know, I mean, that's just whatever. You know, I'm just an idiot, and I don't know enough about it. Right. So. I wish I wish we could have more details. I wish we could be a fly on the wall in these meetings just because I'm so interested to know what the actual stipulations are and why guys are so mad. I mean, you have Scherzer coming out. We are not even going to entertain this offer. This is ridiculous. This is asinine. And then you got Bauer saying, yeah, that's this is we're not doing this, and other guys coming out saying that. It's pretty much a consensus across the big-name guys that they're not doing it. Like we talked about, about Blake Snell in the last episode. He's not about yep. it. But then, unreal man. Then it's all. Then you get guys. This is where, from a fan's perspective, this is where it is for me, and, and it can't be summed up better than this. Chipper Jones tweeted, "We have millionaires arguing with billionaires while there's over forty plus million people unemployed in this country. Stop being greedy, get the deal done, and let's play ball." Yep, that's it, dude. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, dude. You hate to see it, but uh, obviously I'm not in their shoes. I don't know. I don't know their situations, dude. I don't know at all. No. That's what I'm saying. I wish I could be a fly on the wall and know what was going on. I do too, man. I do too. I, I mean, is there a baseball season this year? Yes or no? I don't think so. It's not looking that way. Huh. And That's crazy. If that it is already happens, June. If that happens... You're at least not getting to the June 10th spring training starting on July 4th. We're not getting that. Yeah. But this will tarnish the MLB's reputation so bad, like 94 did when the strike happened. But this will tarnish that reputation because you got the other leagues figuring it out. They're figuring it the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Which you got NHL. We got a bunch of spoiled brats over here, dude. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you got the NBA going to Orlando, about to do a March Madness-style tournament, which I'm all in on, 20 teams. Have they, agree- have they agreed to that? It's pretty much about to happen. Now, the NHL 100% agreed on playoff. They're ending the regular season playing the playoffs. That's 100% happening. They haven't chosen the start date. It's going to be a six-week um, training camp. I know that they haven't chosen a start date and they haven't chosen the hub cities yet. It's either one or two hub cities, but like I'm in, huh? Go ahead. Oh, uh, I'm interested to see what happens with football, dude. I think football is 100 percent playing. Now the fan situation is what I'm interested in because Texas um, governor came out today said pro sports are 100 percent playing, and not only are they playing. But they can have outdoor stadiums can have a occupancy of up to twenty five percent. That's huge. It's huge. That is. That really is. I just, man, what a time to be alive, dude. Simply put, what a time to be alive. Unbelievable, bro. <laughs> Wild times we're living in right now. That's for sure. Hey, I can tell you. I really you, hope the football team have or the football the football stuff happens, dude. I need that to happen for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean. If football doesn't happen, I'll be shocked. College football will be interesting. The economy will just take a real beating. Oh, 100%. I mean, the only way I see that happening is if a second wave happens. Yeah. And then, I mean, Vegas would be devastated. Again. But they're opening back up here soon, like in a week or two. Really? Yeah, but you have to wear a mask. But if you're that hungry to gamble, which a lot of people are, and it's why a lot of the casino um, stocks are up massive right now. 
But yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting because when I was down in Florida, nobody gave a shit packed restaurants, packed bar. Like we walked into this one bar, dude, got a beer, sit down, watching, just hanging out, ready to listen to this live band. Turns out this guy's doing, uh, he's hypnotizing people trying to be funny. And he has these two guys sitting there and he has one guy's an old man. And he's literally touching all over these guys' face and their shoulders and stuff. No mask, nothing. Absolutely insane. That's nuts, dude. But also good. I don't care. Let's, dude, let's just be normal, you know? Yeah. It's just another virus, guys. We've been dealing with viruses for hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. Bottom line. We've been dealing with viruses for hundreds of years. Is this one bad? Yes. It is bad. I get that, but so was the flu when it just came out. Bottom line, mm-hmm. here we are, big chilling, big chilling, wearing it. People die from flu every year. It's just really frustrating to me, and I can't even go back to work, dude. I'm so bored of being here, dude. I'm about this Friday. I'm signing up for a gym membership, and I'm just gonna go. I don't care. Yeah. I'm gonna spit on the equipment. I don't give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> do that i'd love to see the video from that I'll, yeah i'll wear a i'll wear a, a, a gopro and, and knock that out <laughs> just right on your chest bounce it off the bar and spit on the ground hell yeah <laughs> scream a lot yeah oh all right let's mo- move onward to our next topic in this one um absolutely can't wait to hear your reaction to this so there was a tweet it came out about a week ago about the hands on the knees versus hands on your head. Apparently, the study that was conducted found that you get more lung capacity, more air capacity with your hands on your knees after you do strenuous activity, like running. So to all those coaches and uh, fitness trainers all that out there, hands on your heads. Fuck you. Mm. I wonder... <laughs> I wonder how valid the science is behind it. A hundred percent interested, but like your natural thing is to go down. So you would think your body knows that what's, what's best for it. Right. That's what you would think. I get that for sure. Because like, do you think that beats, do you think now, what do you think they do moving forward? Like, Oh, that's, that's from, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Hands on your heads. It's all about discipline. They're going to do. That's what they're going to do 100%, dude. We both know how strength trainers work. Yep. That's how they're doing it. That's all Even shit. if it's true, they don't, they're not going to want that to happen. Imagine, bro, Friday workouts would have been so much easier if they had just let me just lay down or something. Yes. You know, like, just, hey, <laughs> just give me a break, man. Hey, let me, let me just chill, man. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have been in the, in the shape I was, but still. Shoot, just Friday. like, yo. Friday workouts, man. Those were hungover, just bro. dead in the heat. On that freaking turf field. Whoa. Awful. A night out the a night out at the edge, coming back, full rebounding. Just blacked out. Throwing up. Pretending like we were gonna bring a chick home. Never Yeah. (laughs) Always ended up being being too drunk to function. Pretty much. Penny pitchers, baby. Penny pitchers and one dollar uh lemon drops. Those are always great. Dude. What a what a time to be alive, bro! <laughs> just getting in as eighteen year olds, just walking up to the bouncer saying, "Hey, we're on the baseball team. <laughs> Give me a wristband." That did happen, dude. 
good times though. I'm I'm glad we didn't get to do the hands on these about that. Really? Men- mentally, I'm glad. You think you you're mentally stronger because of it? I'm definitely mentally stronger because of it. I can 100% go in the in the gym when until it closed, but I can go in the gym by myself and get a good workout in by myself. Yeah, I can I, I know that I can push myself and challenge myself mentally and piss myself off mentally enough to get a good workout in. Yeah. And not just be like, oh, I'm tired, I'm leaving. You know, like, I feel like that kind of helped me. Right. So, so hands on your heads, boys. Hands on your heads, stretch them lungs. Might not hands on it. your heads and just wear it. Wear it. Now, there was something I heard can't remember where I heard this. It was on it was on a sports podcast, of course. But they were talking about one guy. It was a guy who was a coach. And, of course, their team was, you know, hands on your heads. And then they were playing. I want to say it was Florida State. And then during TV timeouts, their strength coach was like, just lay down. Lay down. I don't care. You can sprawl out. Do whatever you want. During TV timeouts and t- regular timeouts, do whatever you want. And these guys were just spread out all over the field. And by the fourth quarter, they were running over the other team. Really? Yep. That's so bizarre, dude. So bizarre. So the guy said their strength coach changed their philosophy because of that. How crazy is that? You'd think they would just be like, all right, we're going to do more conditioning. I don't care. More gassers. Dude. That's actually awesome, though. I mean, good good by them. I used to have a coach that uh, – I used to have coaches that would be pissed off at me if I used to yawn during workouts. What? Yeah, they'd be mad at me if I yawned and stuff. They were like, why are you tired, boy? I'm like, yo, dude, I don't know. I mean, I'm not tired. I'm just yawning. And it was funny is that we had a coach, uh, Parsh. You remember Parsh? Yeah. Jerry Parsh. I think uh, he, he was after – yeah, he was after I – but I remember him, yeah. Yeah, he was there. had the beard. Yeah. Um, but uh, very, very intelligent, very good at at, a, at being a physical trainer. But he was awesome, and I yawned during a workout, and he was like, "I feel that." And I was like, "Dude, I'm not tired. I swear." And he's like, "Oh no, you're not. It's part of it, dude. All it is is just getting oxygen to your brain." There you go. Because you're working out, and I'm like, holy, sh- are you serious? Yep. So I've I've actually had to put up with those guys' nonsense my whole life, and then you just tell me that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the thing. Turns out, dude, what are you gonna do when you're an adult? You're a parent, and you have to tell your kid while they're getting yelled at. What are you gonna say? You mean like, ah, let them yell at them? And then what get, do you mean about yawning? Or if, say your kid yawns, or they put their hands on their oh, knees, or something. Ro- First off, I'm gonna know more than that coach already, right? But I'll, I'm probably let's be honest, I'm probably gonna be the kid's coach, right? But if I see somebody yelling at my kid about some stupid shit like that. <laughs> I'm going to roast that dude. I'm going to absolutely roast him. 100%. I'm just going to hit him with some facts. It's going to be after, like, hey, after the practice, after the game, whatever. Right. I was about, hey, coach, just real quick, let me fill you in on a little bit of knowledge here. Just so you don't have her embarrass yourself again because you're an idiot. <laughs> but like, he's just trying to get more oxygen to his brain so he can function better and focus better. To, he's, yeah, he's literally just trying to stay alert. How about that? <laughs> stay you hot, baby. Idiot. But yeah, it's part of it, dude. You know, you live, you learn. Yeah, love it. That's man. awesome, though. I want. I I don't know how true that study is, though. That's how I feel. Yeah, about yeah. It. It's probably very skeptical, but it's still funny that it came out because all was, of, all athletes have dealt with that their entire lives. Hundred percent. It's true enough that JJ Watt tweeted about it. 
Exactly. Exactly. What would you do if you were like a pro athlete right now and that happened and you're in conditioning and they're like, hands on your head and you're like, fuck no, study Hell said. No. How about this, dude? I make way more money than you. I'll buy my own trainer. Yeah. I need you. <laughs> I love it. All right, so I have a question for you. Stop. So say the players strike, MLB, the players strike, but the owners still want to have a season. Would you be a scab? Would you go play if they said, uh, I'll pay you your current salary now? Or yes. would you go play? With my, yes. My current salary, yes. Yeah. 100%. And I would have a blast, dude. Exactly. I would literally not get a hit, and I'd be totally fine with it. <laughs> the best player, the best guys on the team would be the guys getting the salary they're getting now and not playing on the bench, chilling. Yeah. That's what I would want to be. You can sign me up, bro. Yep. That would be scab, awesome. Scab me. Dude, it would be so much fun if they were just like, hey, we're going to have open tryouts, and you somehow make the team. And like, all right, we're not going to pay you a whole lot, but we're going to pay you, we're going to say $70,000. Yep. You give me seventy I'm there I'm with bells on. I'm 100%. smiling the whole time. Because, hey, you do good. Maybe if you do good, honestly, I don't care. If you do bad, you still get paid seventy k. <laughs> Just to play a game. Just to play a, a a child sport for five six months, dude. I just be like, hey, work. I'm gonna take a sabbatical. Sign me up. I'm going to play you, for the Braves. Dude, that would be so sick, bro. Could you imagine that if would, that actually happened though? Dude, that would be nuts. In the day we live in, bro, that'd be insane. It would be incredibly entertaining though. Because you know there's still guys out there that can still shove, that can still play. 100%. Now, hitting, that's where things get interesting. Hitting would be a chore. Yeah. No it would, like, dude, I'm telling you, it would probably take me a solid month or two to get back to hitting shape, like a, back in college. Cause, 100%, dude, dude. When's the last time you saw a pitch? It's my last, the last pitch I hit, it was a slider down and in. Uh, like it wasn't even years? a fastball, dude. I um, don't remember the last time I saw a fastball. I really don't. Really? My last that bad, I saw three sliders and two changeups. What's out of the off play? the bench? Oh. Uh, off the bench, bro. A pinch hitter. Yeah. And they they just they just tried to carve me like I was Barry Bonds. <laughs> they knew, they man. Went, they went first pitch change. Obviously, I I just absolutely tried to melee it. <laughs> Second pitch slider down, bounced, check swung, didn't go. Thank God. Next pitch, slider for a strike, one, two. I'm the last out of the game. The crowd's going nuts. The regional's just slow clapping. I'm like, oh, no, dude. This is my last time out of my career, dog. And uh, and I'm going to K up. Story of my whole career. And this kid's throwing like 93, 94 when that unit with just an absolute swing dinger of a slider and didn't see a single 94-mile-an-hour fastball. All change-ups, all sliders. Now, battled the 3-2, and dude threw me a slider down and in, and I absolutely smoked it right at the second baseman, so I was cool with it. But I hadn't seen a fastball in – I haven't seen a fastball in probably five years. <laughs> <laughs> and that's including my baseball campaign. <laughs> the last two years of my career, I didn't see a fastball, dude. They they knew the drill. Oh, man. You throw me fastballs, you're going to get drilled. You're going to get dinged up a little bit if I'm in the box. But you throw me anything else, I'm not. I'm not going to have a good time. <laughs> hey, that was me, man. That's about every baseball player, let's be honest. 
But, dude, I don't think anybody understands the changeup is probably the hardest pitch to hit because it looks probably like a fastball. No, it, it's not probably. It is. It's 100% yeah. the hardest pitch to hit. Because, dude, I remember nobody really had a changeup in high school and no, travel ball. Didn't, didn't see one. You plate and spin on fastballs. That's all you got to do. Dude, I didn't see one until freshman year. Dude, literally, I told our high school team, Clanton, Tilton County High, I literally just – they asked me for some hitting tips. I said, all right, you want hitting tips? Don't I don't care what your swing looks like. I don't care about drills in the in the cage. Literally, here's your swinging tip for your approach. Get on top of the plate and pull everything. <laughs> literally, literally, you're gonna get a fastball and hit it out of the park because yeah. it's so simple in high school. You're gonna see an 82 to 85 mile an hour fastball, and all you gotta do is just spin on it because they're not gonna throw it in on you because they're a nervous wreck. Pitchers don't pitch in in high school because they don't have sacks. That's right. just how it works. They don't pitch in. They don't throw change-ups. So you're either going to get a curveball that's in the dirt or hung. It's not going to be worth a crap. And then you're going to get a fastball that's either over the plate or a ball. Yeah. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. By and large, pitchers can't spot up, and they can't throw off speed for strikes. Yeah, the spotting up, that nobody has in control until you really get into college. And the thing is, like, even you're going to run into a guy in high school that's probably 92, 94, and he's got some stuff. But guess what? He gets picked up. You know, like, yeah. you're not going to see a bunch. You, you might see three of those in your whole high school career. Most of the time, you're going to face a media, mediocre-ass dude that's going to work at Alabama Power one day, <laughs> and you're and, and you're going to be able to hit his shit and to the moon. That's just how it works. On the plate. Hump the plate, as yeah, Calvin Crowd the plate and literally just hunt fastballs and work off the pitcher's forehead to the pull side. That's all you yeah. got to do. If the only time you hit it to the ops field is if you're late. That's the only reason. That's the only reason you should. <laughs> Literally. It's so simple. Now, that's not going to get you a Division One scholarship doing no. what I'm asking you to do, but that will win you high school baseball games 100%. Did you say that's not going to give you a Division One scholarship to him? 100%. I said, guys, this is not the approach if you want to play at the next level. But if y'all want to win championships at the high school level, if y'all know y'all are just normal people that are going to go to the lake on the weekends and drink beer, like all the rest, like normal people, crowd the plate and let's go get a state championship, dude. <laughs> like, it's so simple. It's so simple, dude. Hump that motherfucker and let's go. Dude, that's what I would do if I was a scab, bro. Oh, yeah. Until that one they, guy's throwing 96 and he has zero control. If they if if we had scabs, do they allow metal bats? Yes or no? Oh, yes. You have to. Not, you have to. That's just an expense at that point. You know, like you don't want to break all your bats in no. week one. You know what you do? Not just metal bats. You go on eBay and you buy all the BESR bats you can fucking find. Or you ask you ask Rawlings. You ask Rawlings and uh Louisville well, Slugger, D Marini. Slugger, D Marini. You asked Nike to bring their one, those ones back. The red bat. Oh, For a scorching hot, dude. And let's roll them. Let's roll yes. them. Yes. And let's let's start a let's start a riot on the baseball field, dude. Dude, bomb city, looking like college World Series back in uh, Rosenblatt, just bombs. That would be awesome. Dude, that would be sick, dude. In Rosenblatt, that that. It was a home run derby that those years, bro. It really was. Well, it's because the the wind funneled in from behind on plate, and now the new place is coming out of. It's coming straight seat. in, and yeah. they're using BB core. Yeah, no. yeah. Well, the BB core is a lot better now, I think. Oh, and the fact that we figured out how to shave them—that's important. Really, dude. Hell yeah, everybody shaves their bats, dude. I mean, you have to, dude. Everybody you... shaves their bats until regionals. That's just how it works. Dude, do you remember those shitty Adidas bats we had? 
Hell yeah, dude. I had to use them. My You're freshman year. So terrible. I know. I whole my whole freshman year I had to use one. I even got to the point where I just resorted to the old Reeboks. Yep. The old I used a Reebok baseball bat my freshman year. Dude. I didn't know they made those. I didn't even know they made Adidas until we got there. Same. Nobody did. Besides Adidas and us. God. Mississippi State was required to use them. Oh, I know. Required to them. All of their their numbers plummeted. Oh, you have to. I mean, dude, I remember sophomore year, they were using that uh, gray and blue one. Remember the one we were testing? Oh, yeah. That bat sucked. All of them sucked, dude. They still suck. But guess what? Next year they went back there, pick a bat and you can use it mentality, and then they, <laughs> then Brent, then Brent Rooker won the Golden Spikes Award with batting four forty against us. Four forty? He batted something ridiculous, dude. It was actually ridiculous. Like seriously, they came to our place and I, I walked. We were playing them, and then I walked, and he was playing first. And I was like, "Yo, what is what's going on, dude? Like, are you okay?" Are you on Adderall? Like, are you good? What's what's the deal? And he was just, he just started laughing. He's like, dude, I don't know, man. I'm just really just trying my best to have a good time, and the chips are really falling my way right now. And it turns out they fell his way the whole year because that motherfucker <laughs> won a Golden Spikes Award. Jesus, that's that's true though. That's the truest statement I've I've said. Good that lord, man was a freak. Right, what we got? Uh, I had something else. Can't really think off the top of my head now, man. To be honest with you, I got much. Back to old guys, they suck. We need to get them out of sports media. <laughs> we do, bro. We do. We need more. Uh, who's the guy that died of cancer? Stuart Scott. Yeah, we need more guys like that. He was awesome. Yeah, not guys dying of cancer, but guys yeah, that are like him. Yeah, we don't need any more cancer, but just like the guy, guys without cancer that have his attitude, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what we need. That's what we need. No more cancer, more guys with his personality. Yeah. Dude, I think this is the first time we've actually talked about a little bit of our baseball experience. I just realized that, too. I was like, damn. I can't believe it's taken us this long. Got some stories, boy. Boy, stop peeling at your skin. It's going to make it worse. I know. I'm just now I'm, I'm just now starting to peel. Oh, boy. Feels bad. You're going to look like a snake with spots all over you. I really am, dude. It's going to be <laughs> rough. Took a week, though. I fought it off. Yeah. Well, you want to wrap this thing up? We good? We good? Let's get it, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm down. Let's, let's, let's wrap her on up, boy. Yeah. Stick around for this last song because it's a heater. Um, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we're back and we're at them. We're better than ever. Sports are no, are still not back, which is pretty loose. But hey, it's part of it. We're gonna get through this, guys. I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope you guys are going out and shopping until you drop. I know I, I just went to Nike the other day and just bought some stuff for me and my girlfriend because I didn't we, neither one of us needed it that's for sure but I was just like I gotta go and buy buy things like I just <laughs> gotta go shop I just have to I haven't done it in a while so we used did to, that and used uh, to do it, it all was the a good time. time it was a good time but guys go out there hey support support your local shops dude because guess what they're down and out go buy some shit we both know you got money hell go buy some shit. And support your community. If you need me, call me. Wherever you are, no matter <laughs> how far. Uh. Oh, also, my song just hit 60K plays on Spotify, dude. What happens next? Yeah, dude, 60K. Let's do it. When's Chew's coming out? Crazy, dude. Next one's coming out July 2nd. There we go. So right around July the corner. July 2nd, right before 4th of July. I'm excited about it. Um, 
Thank you guys for hanging out, dude. This is BDE Radio. Uh, I know how to blast. We'll see you guys next week.